it's pretty nice. It's like a little like single room wood one. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. Mm -hmm. yeah. So we're we're recording. Okay. We don't have to be live or anything though. Okay. It's not. It's it's recorded. <laughs> like we can edit this. Okay. So okay. anything you say. All right. That you want to take back, we can edit. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. Is this your first podcast? Um, like in general. Yeah. Ever. I don't know. Maybe. I feel like I've done interviews, but maybe not a podcast. Yeah. I feel like um, that's one thing, like the college sports. Mm -hmm. Like Florida State should have a, their own sports yeah, podcast. That would Pepperdine be cool. should have their own. It's yeah. such a, like, it's pretty much free. Mm -hmm. Like the mixer was like 300 bucks. The mics were 300 bucks each. The stands were like 100 bucks. So you could probably, and it's like, I don't know, $1,200. Yeah, and then that's you're not done. bad. Yeah. yeah, it's just a one-time. Yeah, there's no recurring yeah. cost to it. Yeah. So I don't know why more sports, more colleges don't have them. Yeah, I think Pepperdine has like a wave cast, and they interview okay. a couple people, I okay. think. But I know that would be so cool to hear from like other athletes yeah. and stuff. And I don't even know if FS, they, FSU probably does, but I just had a little glimpse of time there, yeah. so I don't really... Did no, you, but... did FSU feel more like home? Cause you're like, when it's, I think of you, I think yeah, of Florida, even yeah. though I've known mm -hmm. you at Pepperdine mm -hmm. for the most of the time that we've known each other, mm -hmm. but I feel like you're such a Florida person. Yeah, <laughs> I am for sure. It was, it was different. Like it was kind of home mm -hmm. cause it's like an eight hour drive basically to Tallahassee yeah. from where I live in Fort Lauderdale. Um, so that was different. And then just the lifestyle is like very different than yeah. South Florida. So it kind of felt like a different place altogether. Like it didn't really feel like the Florida I know. Yeah. Like Tallahassee is a little different. Yeah, like there's no palm trees. There's no beach. Like <laughs> yeah. there's like, it's Florida. It's Northern Florida for yeah. sure. But it was kind of cool because I got kind of got the seasons and yeah. things I didn't get in both places. So that was kind of cool. Tallahassee's East Coast? It's, Time zone? yeah, it's, it's, it's right East Coast. The and then it's cut, like right? in, on the like bend around the corner yeah. of the Florida. Like, but like. Inward. The time zone, like Tallahassee is pretty oh, much the last yeah, stop on the East Coast. Because yeah. I remember mm -hmm. when I moved to Fort Walton and I drove, oh, yeah, I right. just drove south to Jacksonville uh -huh. and then uh, west from there. And I think Tallahassee, like you hit it and then your clock goes back one hour. Yeah, because Panama, if you go to Panama City, then it changes. Mm -hmm. So it's like pretty close to the time change. It's like yeah. the last. Where is Fort Walton, you said? Yeah. Where is that? It's uh, like northwest florida it's okay. fort walton so it's, it's like it's like uh fort walton pensacola mm -hmm. and that's the last okay of florida how is fort walton beautiful yeah it's I've never been there one of the most beautiful places i've ever seen wow it's got that like sugar white sand oh that's the and best. the teal caribbean water it, yeah. if you were to show me a picture of it mm -hmm. i would think it's somewhere like a caribbean yeah island. yeah but it's just like redneck I Florida. Love that. Oh my God. <laughs> I know it's just crazy how how Florida is so different. Like throughout, it's kind of fun. There's so, you on your toes. It's like four different states. Yeah, it really in one. is. Florida mm -hmm. and California, I think, both have that. Because mm -hmm. Florida, yeah. like Miami. Yeah, Miami's is like Upper Cuba. It's a yeah. totally different mm -hmm. country. Mm -hmm. And then you get into like Fort Lauderdale, which is beautiful. Mm -hmm. And you were like Deerfield was your kind of home beach, though, right? Fort Lauderdale is Fort like Lauderdale? where I'm from originally. Yeah. Okay. But I, I played at Deerfield a lot. Okay. I still do. Yeah. I've heard Deerfield mm -hmm. is awesome. It's an awesome. amazing beach. Yeah. Never been. Need to go. It's a good like volleyball hub. There's a lot yeah. of players that play there. Not a ton of people come out to Fort Lauderdale Beach. Yeah. But um, what else? Like Delray is super awesome. Just yeah. the downtown and the beach. It's very laid back. I like Delray for that yeah. reason. 
but yeah. The funny almost. part about Florida is like none of the beaches are really playable. You go yeah. to St. Pete's and it's <laughs> no, especially all, the like, West Coast. It's just like sprinkling sand on hardwood. Yeah, like, especially the not... West Coast. Like at least <laughs> yeah. like Fort Lauderdale, you can dive. The sand's kind of like grainy. Yeah, but. I can dive. It's like a nice medium. Like it's kind of hard packed, but also yeah. like kind of deep to where you can dive, but still like hit pretty yeah. hard. I enjoyed playing there last year. Yeah. And it's, uh, like you said, it's the sand sort of goes, like it falls away. Yeah. When mm-hmm. you step, it's not like super deep, but the way your foot goes into yeah. the sand, you don't. Like makes it seem deep. Yeah. 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 So yeah, that one's not bad. And then like Delray, like Deerfield, kind of similar. Yeah. But the West Coast is legit. Like, I didn't play over there for a while because I was scared of getting hurt. Like, it's <laughs> Siesta Key. Yes. If it rains and you're playing a Siesta Key tournament, you like, can't. it's indoor. Call it. You might as well get knee pads. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. So. You played indoor at Aquinas? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You miss it at all? I do. It feels like a different life. Like, that yeah. feels like so long ago, but it was so fun. Like, we had a really great team and... My coach, Lisa Zielinski, was super cool, and she was just, like, one of my first, like, big role models, so that was awesome. And it's just, like, a really big sports school. Yeah. So it was was a lot of fun, but... Who were... Did you have some big-name football players when you were there? (sighs) Yeah, the Bosas. Okay. And they also... I'm pretty sure we live, like, relatively... They're from Fort Lauderdale, too, so they're around there. Both of them were there. Okay. Um, I think Joey's a little bit older than me, but Nick was like around two or three years older than me, okay. so he was there. And like Nick Saban definitely flew a helicopter and landed on our field <laughs> multiple times. <laughs> so that was always entertaining. Yeah. We're like, oh, there's a helicopter. Nick Saban's here. <laughs> Pick up some recruits. So it College was. College uh, football's so different down there. It's crazy. Oh yeah, my gosh. it's crazy. I mean, it, it's cool. Like it was. I feel like that almost fired up like the other sports too, yeah. and it was like it was a fun environment. Well, because when so. you have a good football team, you become a sports school. Yeah, it's like everything yeah. follows football. If you have a bad football team, but like your field hockey team is good, no one mm-hmm. really cares. But if your football team's <laughs> so good, true. it just it carries the school spirit. That's so true. It <laughs> really is true. Yeah, it was fun. I I really liked St. Thomas. It was yeah. cool. Yeah. And you are you out here now? Did you move here? Yeah, like, I think so. For the yeah. summer, maybe? Yeah, for the summer. And then I think I'm, I'm deciding about after that, kind of yeah. seeing how it goes. But I mean, I love it out here. So, yeah. yeah. It's, man, it's so funny. I've been very spoiled now because I've mm-hmm. lived here. I moved here in September of 2015. Mm-hmm. And now, like, I've been caught up in, like, this weather's terrible. It's gray. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's windy. It's kind of cold. It's June. Mm-hmm. Like, we're supposed to have sun now. Yeah, I forgot about that, like, actually. <laughs> yeah. Like, I came back, and I was like, oh. Oh, yeah, now I remember summer schools at Pep when it was, like, gray outside yeah. this time of year. But, yeah, we have to we have to accept that so that we can get to summer. <laughs> exactly. And enjoy the blue. But, yeah, no. So where where'd you move? Like, are you in I'm the South Bay, or are you, like, kind of torn? Kind of. I'm in Carson, and okay. like a temporary housing thing with Katie. Okay. Um, we live with someone else. It's a pretty good spot. It's a good location. So yeah, we have that through like August, and then we're just gonna kind of okay. see. That's perfect. But yeah. Just play Manhattan and then see yeah. how it feels from there. And the exactly. random now the random Chicago qualifiers. Yeah, I know the secret <laughs> quality. I found out about that luckily. That's like a Norseka qualifier. Yeah, <laughs> no I know. I never know when those are happening, so it's good. <laughs> just like pops up on a random Thursday. You yeah. walk down the beach. It's like. Seems Why are all like the best players in the country playing right now? <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a tournament. I should know about. Yeah. Yeah. Did you play the World Champs North Sake Quali? No, I didn't. I think it was like 
right before where like we didn't want to play too much right before was it before Huntington it was like one day before Huntington yes okay yeah I think we were like kind of resting because we had just gotten back from helping with FSU and we hadn't practiced much so we were like okay let's ease into this yeah but no I heard about it kind of last minute and I was like dang that'd be cool yeah it was just so crazy because my parents were in town Mm -hmm. and they're like oh we want to watch good volleyball I said well you can watch a navy like a navy p yeah right down the street in Manhattan. Yeah. So we just walked down and my dad was like, why aren't there more people here? Yeah, like, it's no so low knows. key. Secret. That's cool. I got to watch them. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how's life been as a professional beach volleyball player? Because I don't know if you had any expectations mm-hmm. or images of what you thought it might be. Mm-hmm. I'm curious what the what the reality yeah. is and how that's been treating you. Yeah. Well... I kind of, so I graduated last July, so mm-hmm. it was like midsummer. I was kind of playing with Katie, like started to play with her throughout that time. But up and through that, I was like in school still, and it was kind of like we played in our first tournament like five days after Gulf Shores. So I don't okay. even think I really had time to like <laughs> yeah. process what was going on. I was like, okay, like let's keep going. Yeah. Um, and I think I, in retrospect, I probably should have taken a break. Like I was like <laughs> by the middle of the season, I was like, all right, I feel this. Yeah. But I actually had, like, an interesting kind of, like, path. So I played with Katie last summer. Mm -hmm. And then, but when I was, like, in the MBA program at FSU, I'm a very, like, all-in type of person. So I was, like, getting really just involved with my opportunities in the MBA program. Mm -hmm. They had a lot of great, like, networking events. Um, And I didn't really know... (laughs) still don't but like what my plan was in a way but I was like I'm gonna exploit all these like really cool opportunities let me go to these job fairs like let me do all these things um and then I kind of used like my fifth year FSU to gauge like okay do I really want to go do I really want to like play volleyball after college like because I did have a little bit of a time where I wasn't sure about that um and FSU definitely like was awesome like Brooke and Nick were super cool and I was excited about it and I was like okay like I know I want to play um then I was also like getting in like seeing what my opportunities were like through the MBA program Mm -hmm. and so I ended up I think it was like in the fall of my MBA program so before like season even happened with the team lining up um a full-time job for after graduation so it was going to be starting like in the following September um, with a consulting firm. Okay. And I thought that would be a good decision to play and do that. I don't know why, (laughs) but (laughs) yeah. So I was like, okay, like that was nice because I had something lined up already. I could place, I could go into season, like not worry about that. Um, And so I think um, that's just kind of like where I was at, like Mm -hmm. in season. I was like, okay, like I I love playing. I want to play, but like I'll, kind of navigate this path too yeah um and so we finished up kind of in august and then my job was starting like around september like early september um and i kind of was just i kind of just went for it in that regard um but i didn't fully like think through i guess i i wouldn't have known this without doing it yeah um just one of those things like yeah you kind of have to do but it just didn't really work Um, I tried playing and working and, um, like in this job specifically, it was just like not for me. So that made it, um, cause I'm very, I, I knew on the first day I wasn't going to like it necessarily. (laughs) Um, it's tough when you know one day. Well, it was hard cause like they also recruited me for a certain 
branch of like the firm that they didn't end up putting me in. So mm-hmm. I was in like auditing, which isn't something I felt trained for slash like I would have learned it, but didn't enjoy it. Right. Um, so it was kind of like the first day I was just like, oh, this is like new. Like, let me just be all in, like learn right. it. But very, very quickly, I was just not happy. Um, <laughs> then I was missing like FIVBs and like couple big tournaments. Yeah. Um, and so that was like really just hard for me. Like I had kind of a couple like realization moments where I was just like, hmm, like what am I doing? This doesn't seem right. This doesn't yeah. feel right. It doesn't sit right. Um, and I know like your job or like your occupation isn't always going to be like sunshine and rainbows, but I was not like finding any sort of like fulfillment or at least like desire to like level up in the organization or like any sort of cue Mm -hmm. that I would normally look for. Um, and also a creative person, like it just didn't really fit like me. Um, and not only that, but it was holding me back. So it was just a little bit hard. I was waking up at 4 a.m. to try to lift and condition, had meetings at like 7 that would run late sometimes, like into the night, and then trying to practice at like 7 p.m., which some people can do. Yeah. Um, and they love it. And that's, I think, because they kind of find some like satisfaction or enjoyment in their work but it was just like that part was totally missing there's a long days too it's a long yeah it really adds up and I just wasn't sure if like for my personality that could work for me mm-hmm. if I like if I really wanted to like go for it in beach and like see like where that can take me I didn't think that that lifestyle for my personality like I said could necessarily get me there um so I've never really quit anything in life so far but I'm I'm happy I did in retrospect but it was hard for me like I did it for about three and a half months um and I liked the people um but I just I felt just like kind of lost and I knew I wanted to like level up in other senses like in volleyball Mm -hmm. and so I ended up quitting around like mid and like right before Huntington the Huntington tour stop okay And I had like a week before the Huntington tour stop where I had like quit my job and I was like coming off of just like a whirlwind of emotions. Um, And then I like met up with Katie, like she came, flew into South Florida, like she had just got got back from Dubai, which was like super sick. She did so well with Julia. Um, And I was just so excited to play. Like I was like, I had this like new, just like wanting to like get after it feeling that Mm -hmm. like I was relieved because I had like taken the step of like saying like oh that's not for me which is something like very uncomfortable um but then like to be able like to get the chance to play like the following week was like super exciting and then it was like super the tournament was so fun like we just yeah it was (laughs) cool so it was just kind of funny how life like works like that I mean I had to do something like really really hard um in order to like just like find like this next level of like joy and like excitement because that was pretty much like where I was deciding like okay like no like I want to like I want more of Mm -hmm. this lifestyle and so very different like things I was trying to do but I think I needed to do that to like find out like okay well like where's like my passion where's mm-hmm. my passion like really lie yeah um so yeah that's kind of like how I started and then that was kind of like last year um 
And then I in the Tavares ABP, I started talking to like Brooke a little bit, like mm-hmm. catching up because she was there with Nick. Um, and kind of filling her in. She was like, oh, okay, like you finally quit the job that I told you not to do. Yay! Now we can move on. You can Spoken play professional like beach coach. volleyball. <laughs> no, she told me like the second I like, she was like, uh, when I was at school, she was like, okay, like Brooke, what are your plans? Like you really got to play. Like me and Nick like really like want you to play. Yeah. I was like, I want to play too. I just, I think I'm going to also try to do this job. And she was like, okay, Brooke, we'll see how that get. Let's see how long it lasts. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, but no, she was supportive and like she wanted me to go and do it and like see if I really liked it. Um, but she was like, she was funny. Like when I yeah. was talking to her like in December, she was like, all right, I'm ready for it. Like, let's go, bro. <laughs> but it was funny because we reconnected and then um, like a couple weeks later, she was like, Brooke, like, I know you're playing with Katie and like Katie's going to be up here and you're probably going to want to train um, and you have like a lot of flexibility now. Um but Elena's going to New Zealand for a month. Like, would you want to fill in as the volunteer? Elena Chalkon. Yeah, Elena was, she's the volunteer coach at okay. FSU. But she had this, like, amazing trip planned in advance to go out um, and play the New Zealand tour with Jason out there. I'd probably do that instead of volunteer. Right. <laughs> um, so I was like, um, yeah, I'll fill in. That sounds awesome. Because um, coaching is kind of something I also had, like, an, I've had just, like, interest uh-huh. in um a little nerve-wracking like going back and coaching the team I had just played for like mm-hmm. the pre- previous year um but it was like so cool and so I got to do that um this past kind of spring I guess it was and um work with like a lot of the girls I played with yeah. so that was pretty cool and how was that so. how was that dynamic because Delaney did that yeah I remember and she she loved it yeah and her thing was that she felt that she could finally leave Pepperdine when everyone she played with was gone because mm. there was a different connection with the people you played with yeah and then she just and she was also having a baby so mm. <laughs> <laughs> makes sense there was that <laughs> yeah it was awesome I really liked it I feel like I'm like a really big like relationships person and mm-hmm. so like I got to build these amazing relationships at FSU, but it was only one year. So it was kind of like a weird thing where I was like, oh, I already have to leave. Like, you know, it's just kind of like a weird thing. So when I got the chance to like come back and continue to be around like these amazing people who like had a huge effect on my life. Yeah. Um, I was super excited about it. And it was really cool because um, I feel like I just knew things about some of the players and like how they preferred to be talked to and like just our relationship. Yeah. Um, that helped like me and like learning how to coach them like mm-hmm. in the games. And so that was really cool. Just like watching them succeed as like a teammate and then as like a coach trying to help them succeed yeah. was like really cool. So you were the volunteer this spring? I was for like the first half of season, like okay. or maybe a little bit less, like okay. the first couple tournaments. Because they had another – Florida State's always knocking on the door. Yeah. They're due. They're, you're going to win one, Brooke. I know. Yeah, I know. I mean, Brooke is awesome. Brooke and Nick, they're just a really good combo. They balance each other out really well, and they run, like, a really high-level program. So yeah. I wasn't – I mean, I wasn't surprised that they took this group of youngsters and yeah. knocked at the door once again. It was yeah. pretty cool to be a part of that. It was it's really cool, cool to see all the players who have come out of Florida State mm-hmm. – do really well. I mean, Katie Horton, yeah, one of them. Maddie Anderson, yeah, Maddie's already one. beast. I think Valena yeah. wants to get after it. She'd mm-hmm. be really good. Molly McBain just got picked up by Pavin. Mm-hmm. I know. She's I'm a pretty good scoop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's really cool. Just the culture of excellence and um, 
just like the desire and like that you get or not desire but just like motivation that you get from like being coached by such high level players is really cool and um they they want us to play you know they want us to keep playing especially if they see it so just like knowing that they have that confidence in you too is like pretty cool so do you i mean you've been coached by some really awesome highly qualified coaches yeah i mean just (laughs) i'm so grateful it's just to like think back like i said all the way to like lisa zelinski um steve grutowski i I trained with him like in high school awesome i've Um, still never met steve really yeah oh you guys just never cross paths yeah he's he's like the chillest person that i know that's what i hear (laughs) (laughs) but no he's he's really cool and i feel like i've had a lot of different like personality i've worked with a lot of different personalities like in coaches which has benefited me 100 percent um because then i had nina and marcio Mm -hmm. brooke nick like i mean i'm just so grateful for like all the coaches that have pushed me and like helped me to like learn and grow on and off the court like it's been it's been so cool. I wouldn't change like anything about yeah. college. It was awesome. What was uh What was your recruiting process like? Because you were very good outside at Aquinas, outside, right? Yeah, outside. Mm-hmm. And uh, but you were also, I'm sure you probably had offers to go indoor and beach. Would be my guess. Yeah, I actually Pepperdine wanted me to play both. Okay. Um, and Niner recruited you, right? Niner recruited me, and then Scott like started trying to recruit me like a little bit after Scott. that. Scott, um. I can't remember his last name, but what school? Pepperdine. He's like oh, the, Pepperdine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm drawing a blank, but oh, Scott Wong. Scott Wong. Okay. <laughs> Scott Wong, obviously. <laughs> um, he at the he would he was coming out to beach tournaments too, and like okay. and like recruiting, and um, he was he wanted me to play indoor too, okay. which would have been awesome. Um, but I just kind of like always liked beach like a little bit more, mm-hmm. and I didn't want it to like take away from that in any way, because you know like when you have two seasons. Um, a lot of times you have to like, it's a lot. Yeah. Dedicate and in school. different ways. <laughs> and I care about school. I did. Pepperdine was hard. Yeah. yeah. The business school is a little bit challenging, but yeah. So I guess, yeah, I kind of like, I knew a little bit early on that I wanted to play beach. Um, my parents met playing beach volleyball. It's been in my Very family cool. for like a while, but they put, we played like every sport Were growing your parents up. parents Florida people too? They weren't one of my mom's from Ohio and my dad's from okay. Wisconsin, but okay. they both, my mom went to university of Miami and played basketball there. Oh, so that's why right she on. came down. And then my dad, I think he just wanted to have a boat and live in Florida <laughs> after being up in the cold. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, he's um, a fence contractor. And so he, he came down and they met playing. So that was yeah. like, just always been like kind of a cool thing so in our family. Ohio and Wisconsin met playing beach volleyball. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. The, the connector. <laughs> yeah. But so, I mean, I played all like a lot of sports growing up, especially like basketball, too, because my mom played and stuff. But um, there's just something about like beach that I always kind of like felt like it was home. Yeah. Um, And I think I mean, I love like nature and being outside. And so like the ability to be like competing and playing and look out at the ocean and like reset for Uh me is like just so cool like I just don't there's like not many like sports like scenarios that you can like emulate um that situation but anyways so I played two years of club volleyball I think it was with tribe um in South Florida and okay. then I quit and I, after I committed to Pepperdine for beach volleyball I quit okay. and then I just played beach like the last two years of high school but I played all four years at Aquinas because it was so fun yeah <laughs> so I definitely li- I like both um and I miss indoor I miss being able to jump 
like a foot higher <laughs> and do miss that. Yeah. But yeah, no, I beaches beaches my heart. So. Was it was it hard for you to leave? I mean, going from Fort Lauderdale to Pepperdine, it's not a easy commute. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was hard. I think just like coming out here in the summers, like junior when I was like in juniors, kind of like. I don't know. There was just something about California that I like loved. I think yeah. it's the mountains a little bit, to be honest with you. I love that. Um, no one ever says that. I, but the really? Sierras are so special. That's, that's surprising. Yeah. No, I, I think, I don't know if it's like because of Florida. Like I love Florida. Don't get me wrong. Mm. But it's like there is no sort of like flat. hiking. <laughs> there, unless you want to go to the Everglades yeah. and like catch an alligator. I don't know. <laughs> go on a motorboat ride or something. <laughs> Um, that just was like the, the mountains are like mesmerizing to me. Mm -hmm. Um, and Easton, my boyfriend's from Simi Valley. So he like, I mean, he grew up like camping and stuff and like, we both just like love California. Yeah. But I think just like that and like the volleyball, like when I was like younger was like amazing out here. Um, aside from like FSU was awesome too. Um, and I visited there, but I was just, and then Pepperdine, um, was pretty much like the perfect combo of all those things like nestled in the mountains like amazing school Mm -hmm. like they were like the best speech school um and nina was like nina and marcio combo was legendary so that was like my like dream school to be honest with you and for that to happen was like super sick so yeah we're gonna take a quick break from the show not just any break This is the Waiakea Water Break. Now, Waiakea has been keeping us hydrated all year long, not just with any ordinary water. This is Hawaiian volcanic water. In all those bottles you saw, what's really cool is that they're made up of 100% post-consumer recycled ocean-bound plastic. So what that means is that each bottle helps remove the equivalent of five bottles from ocean-bound beaches, waterways, and cities. So they're not just keeping us hydrated. They're helping out the environment, too. And try. that's not the only cool thing they're doing. That's right. They're giving back to those in Hawaii through the Kokua Initiative, which supports the local food banks and the nonprofits out there. Another really cool thing is that they make coffee. I'm a big coffee fan, so I'm excited to drink this product. And for every pound of coffee purchased, Waikia donates a book to a child through its literacy program. So use promo code SANCAST online at waikia.com to receive 20% off your order you can also pick some up at 7-Eleven. Live healthy, live sustainably, live ethically, live aloha at waiakea.com. This podcast is also brought to you by AG1. That's right. It is the absolute best nutritional supplement on, on the planet. No question about it. Try and I, we push our immune systems to the absolute limit. Try's traveling all over the place. I have a newborn, so I'm not sleeping, and yet... We're both always healthy, and that's honestly because we start our days with AG1 every single day. It's the first thing I do. I make my morning coffee. I put a scoop of AG1 right into a little mixture, throw some creatine in there as well, drink that first thing in the morning, and my immune system is off the charts. I've been healthy ever since we started using this, which is about two years that we've been sponsored by AG1. I started drinking it because I knew when I was on the road, I needed to get my veggies in. AG1 is the absolute perfect supplement for that. It is a, a daily habit. I drink it literally every single day. Try does too. We've got a little travel package that we bring on the road with us. It is the 
number one supplement for nutrition. All great athletes have one thing in common. They take care of their bodies, and a huge part of that starts with optimizing whole body health. And that's exactly what we do. It has 75 high-quality ingredients that give me the key daily nutrition and support energy, focus, strength, clarity, you name it. I write with it. I podcast with it. I commentate with a lot more clarity because of it. And yes, I stay healthy on the court because of it. Now, if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packets with your first purchase. So go to drinkag1.com sandcast. I'll say that one more time. That is drinkag1.com sandcast to get your deal today. So check it out. It's honestly the best supplement I've ever tried, and I've tried an awful lot. AG1 is the only way to go. This podcast is also brought to you by Wilson Volleyball, the greatest volleyball on the planet. There's no doubt about it. I know there's a, a couple different manufacturers out there, but Wilson is number one. The NCAA uses it because they know Wilson makes the best product. The AVP uses it because they know Wilson makes the best product. We love it here in the United States. We love it on the AVP tour, and we're seeing it infiltrate a bunch of domestic tours all over the world. You know why? Because Wilson makes the absolute best ball in the world. It's great. It's weatherproof. you got the optics spin technology, so you can be passing jump serves as well as try does. It's an idea, but I don't pass jump serves as well as Try does. He's been winning tournaments because he's been training with Wilsons, and it's time to get your restock middle of the summer. Summer's just getting started here in the U.S., and so the beaches are going to be open. There's volleyball to be played, and it is to be played with a Wilson volleyball. So put it in order using our discount code SANDCAST-20. All right, that's SANDCAST-20. That'll get you 20% off all Wilson orders. That's huge. So get your volleyballs, get your ball carts, get your ball bags, get all of your Wilson equipment today using Sandcast-20 at Wilson Volleyball. When I stepped foot on that campus for the first time, I was like, you got to be kidding me. It's fake. I mean, it's it like the prettiest place I've ever seen. It's so pretty. I mean, yeah, the fact that you can be up in the mountains and then look over and see the Pacific Ocean. is The library is insane. Oh, yeah, the library is so cool. Yeah. They just redid it, too. Because when I used sure. to go up, when 1440 was streaming Pepperdine matches, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I, I would then that. go into the library to finish up writing or whatever I needed to do, mm-hmm. and <laughs> I would take my time. Yeah. Oh, I was in the library all the time. All yeah. the time. That view is the only reason I'd ever be in a library. Yeah, it's so cool. It's like that from the cafeteria, too, which I only... I guess I only was in the cafeteria like freshman and sophomore year, but it's it's so it's really pretty. Yeah. You can see the ocean and stuff. Like that's yeah. the only recruiting pitch you need. Yeah. Okay, I'm Marcia Sicoli. Come see this view. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much all you need to do. Yeah. And then pull out their resumes. You know? yeah. oh, okay. Well you're pretty cool. Did did you and Delaney play together at all? We didn't. No, I missed her by like a year. Oh, bummer. I know. I I mean Delaney was like always my idol though. <laughs> like whenever I'd watch Pepper I've told her this too. But whenever I would watch Pepperdine, like Delaney was like my idol. Like yeah. and I didn't even know that I was gonna play defense. Like because Delaney, did she play defense all? Like she split a little she, bit too, right? I think split a little, maybe split with Maddie Rowe. Uh, didn't she? Didn't she? She play might have defense? played full time D with her. I think she did. I mean, I kind of stalked her, so I think she did. <laughs> um, no, but I didn't know I was gonna play like full time defense yeah. all four years at Pep, and then, like especially when I was like coming into that role, like 
I mean, Delaney was just like someone I really looked up to. And then we just like had a great relationship at Pepperdine too. Um, since she was the coach, she ended up being one of the coaches, which was yeah. like awesome. Um, but yeah, no, it was, uh, it was really cool. Like just like looking up to her and then like being like, dang, like we missed like each other by like a year, but then she was like back on the staff. So that yeah. was kind of cool. Yeah. She adored coaching you as well. Oh, <laughs> she's the best. The Peps produced some pretty good professional players too. Oh yeah, Kelly Kalinske. Yeah, I think if Summer Ross would have stayed, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's Washington or Pepperdine. I don't know who gets to claim Summer. I remember her as Pepperdine. Pepperdine. Oh yeah, she might have been indoor at Washington. Was she? And then beach. Yeah, I think so. Beach at Pep. Yeah, I think she was. So yeah. We'll give Pep credit for yeah, Summer. Yeah, Pep. Pep can take it. But Deanna's having a great year. Yeah, Deanna's great awesome. couple years really. Mm-hmm. It's fun to see the the college mafia, as I mm-hmm. like to call you guys. I know. It's like okay, whole new squad yeah. coming out. Well, just I mean, you almost got burned by it in Huntington. You get like Alexi Denneberg with zero points. Yeah. Like, Q30. I'm like, that yeah. is not a 30 seed. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's a great, it's a really great team. Kind of didn't think much about that game going out. I was like, this you, is going to be a if battle. If you played court one in college, I think you mm-hmm. should come on to the AVP with a minimum of 2,000 points. That would be nice. I think that would, should be the rule. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely a grind, but I get it. Like, everyone has to go through it. So yeah. it's just like how it works. There's but. just so many good women. Yeah, there is. It's so stacked. Like yeah. that Huntington quality was like shocking Holy to me. Cow. Like that could have been an AVP. Like, you just took was... a fifth in Miami. Yeah, and then you're like the third seed in the qualifier. It's like it was. Dang, yeah. It's really. And it's cool to see. Like took, what fifth Molly and yeah Maddie Molly took and Maddie took fifth. They're grooving. They're like the fifteenth. Mm-hmm. They're grooving. <laughs> it's nuts. Yeah. It is nuts. It's it's really cool to see though. Like yeah. it's like the sports are like really growing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just cool. Cause like people can, you know, you're only going to get better. Like when you are surrounded by like great players. So it's, yeah, it's cool. It's definitely hard to lose inequality, but yeah. I mean, it happens. Like it's just a part of the process. That's so. a good mindset to have about it. Cause I think it's on the guy's side, for example, there's a fair amount of international players starting to come in. Mm-hmm. Like Allison's coming in. Yeah. Sam Schachter played yeah. with him in Huntington and a lot of people, a lot of the guys were like, well, they shouldn't be allowed to play. Like mm. they don't belong on our tour. And I'm like, just bring the best. Yeah, like, like let Anders I mean, and Christian come in. Get if the we can get in. the best, like without having to travel anywhere, like that's yeah. like kind of invaluable. It's yeah. like pretty freaking cool. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, there's there's multiple mindsets to any. There's multiple ways to look at it, but mm. I think that's a good way to like just fire yourself yeah. up and be like, I just like I think the product is better when you have the best players playing. Yeah. I think when you have a better product, it's just better for business mm-hmm. better for business means better for the players yeah and it's just a good cycle even though it makes it make yeah. it harder for yeah qualifier players. it does make it harder <laughs> yeah it's it's kind of like a back and forth like kind of thing it really is but i mean like playing against like brandy and mel in miami and just mm-hmm. like teams that you wouldn't see like unless you went to the world tour um like for me has just been like really cool since i'm like only starting kind of yeah. like on that path um, so it's just like cool to like see kind of like how you can measure up against a team that's like coming to Miami where right. I live. Like, I don't know. So that's, that was kind of cool. Yeah. What's really cool for the women is that all the best teams are here anyway. Yeah. That's you, you true. Get Kelly and Sarah, Kristen, yeah. Taryn, Therese mm-hmm. Sponsel. Like those are three of the top 10 teams in the yeah. world. Yeah. <laughs> get and them they on all the live in South Bay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yeah. It's, it's really cool. It's, um, it's like I said, like, I just kind of look at it like. If I can play against these players, like learn from them, mm-hmm. like that's a pretty cool spot to be in. So. Very cool spot. Yeah. 
And you did a little FIVB traveling last year. Yeah, you did a couple we futures. did. We did some futures. Futures are wild. Futures were very wild. You could wild. get a team from like Slovenia. Yeah. With no points. Yeah. That's gnarly. Yeah, there was a couple <laughs> Olympians in the futures we played in. Yeah. Um, there was like a um, Chinese Olympian, and then, I mean, like Danny and Tani played. Tanya played in it. Um, so we played. We played Turkey, and then we played Poland because they were kind of back to back over there. Um, that was the first time I've ever been outside the country. No. So that really? was really cool. That's awesome. Me. Yeah, it was really, really cool. I love the sport. It's so cool. Like what other, I mean, yeah. it's like, it's very cool. Um, so you, you get to travel the world and play the sport you love. Can't so. get that at a consulting firm. You can't. You can travel the world, but in a suit, not a bathing yeah. suit. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so that was really cool. That was a cool like intro to mm-hmm. um, the world tour. Uh, it was, yeah, it was just cool. I mean, I had never experienced different cultures outside the U S I hadn't, you know, traveled. And so that yeah. was, that was exciting, stressful, awesome, all say, bundled into one. Yeah. So. I was going to ask how you handled it. Cause the first time I left the country was for Norseka in Martinique. Okay. And that was in, I think October of 2018. Uh huh. And I remember we had, it was like a quadruple layover. <laughs> so we went from LA to, florida Mm -hmm. but then it was we just like island hopped oh wow yeah we hit like three different islands before we finally hit it and so when we stopped in haiti Mm -hmm. everything was in i think french i was like guys how do we know where we're going (laughs) yeah i can't read anything yeah i was like freaking out and then we get there mostly everyone spoke english but Mm -hmm. i remember the first couple times i left the country i was like how do people know what to do (laughs) <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, that's crazy. I luckily in Turkey and Poland they spoke a lot of English actually. Okay. So we got kind of lucky with that. But we had this we had this situation where we met one of our flights we missed because of a delay. So we were stuck in the Istanbul airport. Great airport to be stuck a in. A long time. Yeah, it's pretty sick. It's yeah. a really cool airport. Um and then the the two of the Chinese national team players were lost, but they didn't speak English so they couldn't talk to anyone and so they came up to us and they were like hey can you help us like uh, we were using google translate we weren't Mm -hmm. (laughs) we weren't exchanging words um so it was like I don't know that was like kind of cool we ended up like becoming friends with them even though we didn't speak the same language like through google translate (laughs) because they couldn't get to the they were like we're literally not going to make it to the tournament unless we just follow your every move so we're just going to come with you whatever you're doing (laughs) So I was like, okay, like let me figure out how to rebook this flight, say, like currency exchange. Too. <laughs> so we like we became like a quad. Actually, they had a coach too, <laughs> but he didn't speak English either. Um, and so then we just linked up, and um, they were super sweet. They started carrying our luggage because that was like their way <laughs> of showing us that like they were super happy. Yeah. Um, but it was just cool. It was like if I can, I mean, it was like I've never made friends like that before, like yeah. through Google Translate. Like I don't even speak <laughs> the same language the as you, but we're airport. like we're laughing about something yeah. that we see. Like it was that was like super cool. And then we're like in a five-hour uber because we ended up not being able to like get our flight and there were like on google translate talking about like la i'm like this is like i mean (laughs) this is definitely never an experience i've never had before that ended up being super cool so and then we ended up like practicing with them before poland yeah um so it it was very cool um it was a very cool little intro and there it's funny because 
you'll remember that for the rest of your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You never draw it up that way. No. So that's going to be a lasting, <laughs> no. impressionable memory that you'll never yeah. forget. It really, it really will be. Um, yeah, no, it was, it was cool. I'm grateful for that it like happened like that. It was, it was awesome. Yeah. And you guys did very well. You won two medals, right? We, we got second and then we lost in the round to get the third or we lost the third place match. Okay. So you got Katie was like struggling. Her groin was struggling. She had a little injury, but it was, I mean, it was like that one, the Poland one was like very strong. Both of them were super strong. Like I'm seeing like teams that were in that, that are Mm -hmm. like in elites, like elite qualities. So, um, it was cool. It was cool to, um, just play like teams from different countries like something i'd never done before that yeah um although in beach or in um college that's kind of happening now which is like pretty cool and you get and you mentioned danny and tani it's Mm -hmm. daniela daniela alvarez and tani Mm -hmm. moreno um they're they took a fifth yeah in paris the elite 16 yeah and they're back at tcu they're so good (laughs) you get tina became an olympian Mm -hmm. A couple months after she was at USC, like yeah, college is crazy. <laughs> yeah, she's so good. And then Mayor, I mean, half of LMU's lineup is yeah. international. Yeah, it's like the the NCAA system mm-hmm. is basically like a challenge level. It is. System. Yeah, it's really really cool because it does like prepare you to get out and play after. Yeah, like there's such like high level players. So it was funny it's when awesome. we had uh, Pavin on. She was mm-hmm. talking about how. Well, the Canadian Federation doesn't really do much in terms of developing its younger players. It's like, why would they? They got the NCAA. Yeah, they don't need to. They can just come over here. <laughs> yeah, like the McNamara's NCAA sending yeah, out the to the McNamara's. World Tour, Liam Monkhouse, Smalley uh-huh. McBain. Yeah. Like pretty much all of Canada's young developing that's talent. A good point. Sophie was at USC. Yeah. That's a really good point. They don't need to do anything. It's like same thing with USA. It's like they have their developmental program, which do you do those practices? Mm-hmm. And I was like, but the NCAA is the best thing to ever happen to USA. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> it's pretty cool. It's like a little feeder. Because like now you look at, I mean, Kelly Chang and Sarah Hughes were developed at USC. Mm-hmm. Kristen and Taryn, LSU. Yeah. Teresa's USC sponsors UCLA. Mm-hmm. And you go down pretty much the whole roster. Betsy was at LMU. Mm-hmm. Is Stockman the only player who didn't play indoor beach? Or played beach in college? She could be. Yeah. She did Wichita. She played at Wichita State in college. But I think she might be the last one. She might be, yeah. I think she, I think you're right. Unless April and Alex make a comeback after having their kids. Yeah, they could. <laughs> Never ruling it out. No, yeah. I mean, <laughs> they're beasts, so they definitely could. So you've dabbled in international. You got a taste mm-hmm. of what it's like. Mm-hmm. You've played AVP for a while. Do you have any like goals that you are pursuing with Beach, or is it just I love this lifestyle? Being as best as I can be is the best way to sustain mm-hmm. that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I feel like the ABP is so strong that like, it's a good place to start, like yeah. having goals domestically, um, cause it really is so high level. So I just want to be like the best I can be there. Um, but I think any of us would be like lying if we said that if the opportunity to like grind for the Olympics one day wasn't mm-hmm. a possibility, like we wouldn't do it. Um, so that's like definitely like like I wouldn't say loose goal but like yeah I just don't think it's realistic for me right now I'm like more focused on like growth and like mm-hmm. getting nitpicky with my game um and like really fine-tuning um a lot of things but I mean yeah that's not like out of the picture like I think that 
if you don't dream big, then a lot of, like, I mean, what's the point? So I think there's definitely, like, valid points, like, both ways. Like, I mean, some people just want to play, like, AVP or play Mm -hmm. domestically, which is awesome. And, like, that's kind of, that's fine. And, I mean, I don't really know, to be honest with you. I'm just kind of, like, going with it. Um, And I feel like just kind of just be the best version of myself and yeah. like see where that kind of leads. But and yeah. the cool thing is you don't have to know. Yeah. You just, yeah. There's so much to play here mm-hmm. that, and there's enough, I mean, there's 47 FIVBs this year. Yeah. Like you can, you can get your international yeah. events and there's like nine Norsecas. I mean, Norsecas yeah. like pumping out events right now. Yeah. There's more than usual. It seems like. Yeah. Yeah. We're actually. Well, just because none of them got canceled yet. I know. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> we're going to, La- Katie and I are going to Latvia, uh, Jermala um i think that's right yeah we're going straight from Mid, virginia beach June. okay so that'll be like my first that's some travel for you yeah Come to virginia beach and then what in the world kind of flight do you have from virginia to Latvia? It's, we actually got a really good deal so we're like flying from norfolk which is like where virginia beach is to mm-hmm. jfk okay it was like like a 40 dollar flight and oh. then we're oh, flying yeah. like from jfk and I think the layover's in Norway, but it's, like, not bad. Okay. JFK to Norway's got to be relatively quick. Yeah, it's quick. And we got – it was a pretty, like, lucky little deal. But awesome. Yeah. So I'm really excited <laughs> for that. Um, and you're and in I, the qualifier for – Yeah. Because that's a challenge. Yeah, it's you a challenge. you know where you are right now in terms of seating? I think we're – how many total teams are there in the qualifier? 32. I think we we're like about thirty. We're probably like twenty-eight. Okay, so by the time you checked, get there, like, you'll be like twenty. Recently. Yeah, hopefully <laughs> that'd be good. <laughs> that entry list on the world tour, it just it comes and goes so fast. Yeah, especially yeah, but, after like an elite sixteen, people take a look at their finishes, do the points, and then everyone drops out. Drop it. Okay, that's good to know. I'm still learning all these like tricks, but I remember like when we were going to Turkey, we were on the reserve list, mm-hmm. like a week like we booked our flights like being on the reserve list i know like that's like a thing but i yeah. like being new to the scene i was like this feels so irresponsible yeah i mean even when you know yeah like when me and tim booked our flights just to mexico yeah when we were two on the reserve list and we had talked to three or four teams that we knew we were in okay that's good at like, least even though the flight was like 300 bucks round trip I was like, this still feels weird. It feels We're weird. You're event. like not in it. But <laughs> yeah. then you're hoping. I know. I was like talking to Brooke and Nick because I mean, they were awesome for like advice as far as like making the transition. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what do you think? Like we're third on the reserve. Like, I don't know. And yeah. they were like, definitely go. Like they'll they'll drop. And I was like, are you really? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, we ended up being fine and they dropped like a cut. Like we had like a solid week where we knew like we were in, but. That was new. Still like just like dealing flight, with though. that. Like yeah. <laughs> it was weird. It was weird. Um, but yeah, so just like getting used to like all of that mm-hmm. and everything is like very new. Everything's new. So yeah. I'm just kinda like going with the flow a little bit, which is not my personality. I really like to plan. Yeah. And so it's kinda cool because I feel like the sport is like forcing me to like get out of my comfort zone a little bit. Anti planning. Oh yeah, you it's just like can't. it seems like you have to plan everything because you don't. You know, it's like not as structured as yeah. like being in an org, mm-hmm. but like you can't really yeah. <laughs> in like more than a couple months in advance. Just, it's just loose plans. You yeah, can't loose plans. Hold tight on yeah, the, any of your plans because it changes so fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How did you handle an international qualifier? That's a in my mind, it's a different kind of stress. 
Yeah. Because my first international qualifier was in China in a three-star. And we okay. were like the dead last seat. So we had to play two really good teams to yeah. get in. And I was like, this is like a $1,200 trip. Yeah. And we could be out in 40 minutes. Yeah. And I was like, my heart rate was high. Oh, it's, oh my God, I'm sure. <laughs> Do you guys qualify? We did. Nice. We did. Yeah, it's definitely crazy. Like, it's just um, so unlike, it's so different than, like, other sports that, like, you could just travel, like, halfway around the world and play one game. Like, mm-hmm. that's pretty crazy. Um, I feel like I try not, like, to take the, like, facts or pressure, like, out of the situation that I'm in. Like, once I step on the court especially. And even, like, in traveling there, just, like, keeping, like, a like a very, like, loose, like, grateful mindset is, like, something I try to do, like, in any qualifier. Like, mm. even, like, the Huntington qual Like, that any qualifier is gnarly, but, like, it's, like, that kind of for everyone. So, like, just having the right mindset going into it and not, like, like, yes, there's facts. Like, yes, I spent money to come here, but, like, all that matters now is, like, the moment and, like, the ball and, like, things I can control because ultimately, like, if I want to do well, like, then that's – and, like, this is so cool. Like, I'm in this yeah. country playing, like, against this team that's, you know, trains a different way mm-hmm. and, like, lives a different lifestyle. Like, there's so much I can learn from, like, this moment. So just, like, compartmentalizing, like, okay, like, yeah, this is what's happening. And I think, like, I didn't think about how hard that was going to be, and I just kind of did it. But, like, I mean, looking back and just, like, even still – looking at qualifiers like to this day it is it's gnarly yeah. like it's a gnarly system it really is anyone who travels to futures i'm like i'm your biggest fan yeah because <laughs> there's no chance you're making that money back no you're not you're just going <laughs> you just need points you, just yeah. for points yeah. you can't take those points to the bank uh-huh yeah no. <laughs> i didn't that's i also didn't really realize the money situation until we kind of placed and i was like oh three hundred dollars <laughs> wow okay awesome yeah so i don't know unless i have to i don't know how many futures i'll have i think i don't think with how many events norsake is putting on i don't think americans should ever play futures yeah it was a bit rough i mean luckily we got pretty good i mean europe wasn't bad like as far as like the prices and just like doing two trips in a row we got like pretty good situation but it yeah i didn't realize that yeah. you would make five hundred dollars for getting then, second well because norsake is if you're the best finishing american team you also get a stipend from usa yeah that's super cool and you can actually come out making money from norsake is mm-hmm. there but there's with futures there's just no chance because yeah. there's no stipend yeah and so when when guys are like do you want to go play this futures i'm like no no yeah <laughs> I, I can't say I can't say I'll be doing it. And it stinks, though, because a lot of them are in, like, really cool places. Yeah. And it's like, if that was a challenger, like, or I don't know, you know. But, yeah, I learned that Which, for sure. Cool vacation spots. Mm-hmm. So I was looking at it. I was like, I could do the futures in Tahiti. Oh, I can yeah. make that happen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, they're all such cool locations, I, I swear. Know. Like, I, yeah, I mean, someone was like, oh, you want to go to, like, New Zealand and play this? I'm like, yeah, I do, but... I also like can't probably afford that. Yeah. So it's it's cool. I mean, yeah, it's definitely like a learning curve with all of that, but I'm grateful that we did that. Yeah. It was super cool, and I got some points. I say you learned very fast, or at least <laughs> it, it looks like you did, because you got your points. You're in challengers, yeah. which is exactly where you need to be. You're yeah. playing great on the AVP. Thanks. Yeah. You figured out the system. You worked into it slowly but surely. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's cool. It's been cool because. 
you know, you don't really know what it's going to be like after college and it can feel like, oh, like what's next? But it's been really cool to see like how I can, because I'm just like all about like, how can I be better every day? Like I'm never like satisfied. And Mm -hmm. so like the ways that you can like still get better after college, because college is so great. And you're like, I have these great coaches, like this might be all I have. Yeah. But like to then graduate and work with even more great coaches and like just continue to learn has been so cool. Yeah. Um, so I'm just like really embracing that right now and just kind of tries running joke is that in every other sport you go from college to the pros and then you get the resources, like the mm. top flight resources mm-hmm. in beach, you go college to pro and you have the top flight resources and yeah. then you have nothing. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. FSU had some crazy facilities. That was awesome football to be a part of. Are, I know different. Pep just needs a football team. Yeah love them but we probably do to help us out <laughs> yeah, and that's what when um delaney's sister did one of her graduate seasons at byu mm-hmm. so she went from saint mary's no football team really yeah. small school to byu mm-hmm. she was like these facilities are insane yeah it's shocking yeah. i was shocked i was like what do you mean we have a hot tub cold tub whirlpool what do you mean by that like what <laughs> i mean we have a doctor on st- like here right now like what do you mean i don't have to go to santa monica <laughs> so that was it was crazy that was crazy but i mean you get the like i don't know there's something cool too about like the small environment mm-hmm. and like you just get it. so i mean i'm super glad i had both it was like yeah they're awesome in both ways yeah. so and then it's cool that usa does have its developmental program yeah. now for the athletes who are coming out of college because mm-hmm. I do think it makes that transition a lot easier, especially yeah. and really especially for the guys mm-hmm. who don't have NCAA don't have Beach and yeah. they have no idea what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, it's really <laughs> you, you cool. Can tell. Yeah, no, I know. That's I mean, I still can't believe they don't have guys beach volleyball. Isn't there one school that has it? So D twos and NAIA can have it, but D mm-hmm. one they're beholden to Title Nine. Okay. Weber in Florida. Yeah, right? They have one. LT is the new head coach there. Okay. Um, they have a beach, a boys' beach program. Yeah. And I think there's some NAIAs, but I don't know how it works really. Gotcha. Yeah. I'll be, I'm excited for that to happen, hopefully. Me too. Like, it's so cool. And there's so many good, like, guys players, so mm-hmm. I hope it happens. It'd be cool if more – I'd be more excited, actually, if more NCAA schools adopt men's indoor because mm-hmm. when i watch men's indoor like hawaii long beach yeah hawaii ucla this is gnarly it's gnarly it's so fun to watch. that so was like good. my favorite favorite sport to watch like at pepperdine i was just like they jump so high mm-hmm. like it's it's so high level it's so entertaining yeah. like so many digs like with that velocity at that velocity is like fun to watch yeah so they definitely that'd be that'd be awesome if they can expand that for i sure. did uh i commentated so i've never played indoor but I commentated oh, okay. the Italian league this okay. off season. Yeah. And um, anytime someone digs a ball, I'm like that's a gift from God. That ball's coming <laughs> in so fast. Yeah. How a libero does what they do. Yeah. It blows my mind. It's so impressive. <laughs> like, how can you make that decision that yeah. quickly that, you know, it's going to go there. Like it's, I feel like it's almost like instant. You have to have some sort of instinct. Like yeah. it's crazy with the, how hard they're hitting. It's crazy. And that's why I love, uh, have you met Joe and Gage Worsley? Micah Ma. No, I haven't. So they run, they all play uh, indoor overseas. Mm-hmm. Micah's in Turkey. Joe and Gage, I think, are, I want to say, in Germany. Okay. Um, but they run this kind of a podcast, just more of like a volleyball content YouTube channel mm-hmm. called Out of System. 
Okay. And they have yeah, great videographers, and they'll yeah. have like really high def views from the end line of, mm-hmm. of Gage. He's a libero passing these like hooking spin surf oh, and just diming them. Like this is wow, that's insane. Man. That's insane. Yeah. No, all, the serving is very fun to watch too. It's yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, that's awesome. I like beach, so I'm like indoor scares me now. Yeah, there's just so many jumps. people. Yeah. I'm like, okay, who am I going to step on? Who am I going to get concussed <laughs> right. with right now? Because yeah. in beach, I'm just like diving all over the place at yeah. this point. And I haven't played in so long, like indoor, that I'd probably be like concussed right away <laughs> I if I tried to do that. Yeah. <laughs> do you and Katie, do you split or she run out? We split, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm, like still, I'm still learning the block. Yeah. Because I didn't train it at Pepperdine. Like I didn't you, train you full-time it. full-time? I was full-time four, defense. Okay. So I'm definitely learning. Like I trained it. I, I split block with Maddie Anderson last year. Okay. But in big games, she would run up more and yeah. then I would full time. So, I'm, but Brooke, um, Brooke and Nick were great. Just like reintroducing me to blocking. Cause I hadn't done it in like four years. Yeah. Um, if you even count juniors blocking, I mean, you're not really <laughs> even blocking half the time. You're just pulling. Um, you yeah. worked on great pulling. As yeah, junior. exactly. <laughs> so really just serve. So I don't have to run up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's been um, really like a big part of my game that I'm kind of working on and blocking's really hard. So yeah. um, obviously always like working on defense too, but that's been really cool because Katie and I split. Um, so just like training the block a lot for sure because yeah. it's very difficult. So yeah. Who, what coaches are you working with out here? Jose okay. mainly, yeah. He's Jose a great Fiapo. blocking coach. Yeah, he's great. So just like soaking that up because yeah. um, there's just so much to it. There's so many little steps, so many little adjustments. I can tell I like I'm gonna like love it, and I'm I grasp it like here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, just like the level of detail that you have to have to like make those moves, and but I'm I'm like slowly learning. Like I feel like on defense I have experience to where like I can make instinct- instinctual reads, but like mm. sometimes on the block, I can see that like, yeah. I need more time to like be able to make that like ex- instinctual read. So just like training that a lot, honestly, but I feel like in the past year I've gotten a little bit better. So yeah. Slow, I mean, new, skills, slow new skills are as frustrating as it is. It's so yeah. fun to learn something new too. Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. I've been split blocking a lot more and whenever I even get a touch on defense, yeah. I'm just like, I did it. <laughs> I touched yeah, that high line that was 50 feet high. It's so cool. It's like, it's really fun. Cause I feel like in beach, like each, each, like each side, like right side, left side, like block D, like they're all like so different. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you're just like, especially as a split or like, I kind of play both sides. Like I yeah. played right at, pe- or at pep and FSU and I'm playing left now with Katie, which has okay. been like a huge learning curve. Like just the angles of approach, like everything is so different when you really break it down like i I found myself like wanting to kick in all the time and i'm like no this is such a right side yeah feeling but it's been really cool because then i feel like in transition i'm like oh okay like i've played both Mm -hmm. so i just think that's kind of cool about like beach is like the block the d both sides Mm -hmm. like there's so much um to learn and do always like you can never like i i feel like the basics never really go away like you there's always more to learn so that's kind of cool about it i think switching sides is so hard it's really hard as a lefty (laughs) i'm never on the left yeah anytime i'm stuck over there i'm like i don't know yeah (laughs) yeah all the angles are so different different. and the footwork and i like whenever i'm setting because i was training with uh evan Corey this week Mm -hmm. because him and troy are playing together now but troy's in ostrava 
Right. And so Evan asked if I could fill in. So mm-hmm. we were just like splitting time on the right and the left. And yeah. every time I was on the left, I was like, my setting is like right foot, no left, left foot forward. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's crazy. It's so different. It is like, and yeah. Yeah, it's been it's been cool to like just work with like the coaches that we're working with right now and Jose. Like he's like big on the details and mm-hmm. so I'm like constantly humbled. Like I'm like, yep, that's wrong. Or like I'm on both knees <laughs> when I'm passing right now. Like this is so it's kinda cool. We're we're kind of like playing around with like maybe me going back to the right right now. Yeah. But um I like both. Like it's just been really cool to be able to like learn both Mm -hmm. and I think it's like valuable to be able to play both so I'm just trying to work on kind of like being good at both and just like because I feel like if you can play both like in transition it just makes it a lot easier like comfortable everywhere then you're yeah so it's like less foreign you know if I end up on the right or the left during a play so yeah it's been cool yeah what do you see yourself long-term playing where in so, terms of, you just seem like such a natural defender. Every time I watched you at Pep, <laughs> I was so impressed every oh, time. Thank you. I don't know. I. It's a good question. I feel like I can't really tell as far as like time will tell, kind yeah. of like with what happens. But I don't know. I mean, I'd have to make a lot of. I mean, I think I could be a full time blog. I'm like a little undersized, maybe. I'm like six foot. Okay. I, I don't it's know crazy if that's, that's undersized. undersized now. Is I it? Think it's I don't probably. <laughs> Probably a hair above average, I think. Oh, okay. Um, but the game's getting huge. Yeah. When you look at all the top blockers in the world. It's like Katya Stam six four, mm. Pavin six four, Kelly Chang six three. Yeah. Kleiman was six five. Yeah. <laughs> but there, there is a lot of really great blockers that just have great hands. Yeah. Like I'm thinking of like Diana. Like she's such a good blocker. Mm-hmm. She just like makes like really good instinctual reads. And Brandy's only five ten, but she and Brandy's she 5'10". plays about yeah. six seven. She so. is. Oh yeah, crazy <laughs> playing against Brandy humbling experience <laughs> um i don't know i mean i feel like i have a, so- a soft spot for defense like mm-hmm. i really do i just i love it there's something about like being in the back and like watching the game like unfold before you it's almost like you're playing like a board not a board game i'm trying to think of like the right word for it but it's like kind of like harmonious yeah. just like being back there um it's like a different vibe than being at the net um i don't know if that's because like i've played it more but I mean, splitting's super fun too. I know there's like less of a market for splitting, but um, I don't know. I, I do think, think it's getting bigger though. It, it might be, yeah. I think it might be. Um, so I look at it like, oh, if I can do both, then just like, you know, like if that, like, just like keep working on both, then that's mm-hmm. awesome. If I can, for me, like, just maintain the same level of detail when like working on both of them, because obviously that's a lot, like both skills are very like you need to like really focus in when training them Mm -hmm. but um yeah i have a soft spot for defense maybe it's because i need to keep working on blocking (laughs) (laughs) but yeah no i i love i I love both and then splitting's fun because it's like almost like a dance like when you're splitting kind of in a way where like you can kind of keep the other team like a little bit more like what's going on type of thing um like who's going to the net like who's back there type of thing it's like less straightforward so I kind of like that about it um and we both I mean if we feel like one of us is like more on with the block or the d usually Katie's more on with the block (laughs) then um like I'll like stay back so we do have the freedom to do that which is cool just kind of like what me and Maddie did yeah but um I think with time like now that we can actually train both skills 
um, we'll just be able to like fine tune them more. And I think splits awesome. Like, so it's so much less tiring. It is less tiring. I think splitting (laughs) helps your offense a lot. Yeah. Especially saving. Well, you've probably never been like a full-time blocker, but jump serving, running up and getting served and heat like Virginia beats last year. Yeah. But our semifinals is like, I don't have a whole lot left. (laughs) Unfortunately for me, JM was like, I have nothing left. So we were <laughs> oh like, gosh. all right, let's not waste anyone's time. JM had a yeah. flight in like an hour. I'm yeah. Like, all right, well, let's go catch your flight and let's just forfeit. No way. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's legit. I was on the verge and I was like, all right, I can't. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, I am like people who know me know. I mean, actually, I feel like a lot of people at Pepperdine didn't really know this fully besides like my trainer, but I am like really bad cramper. Like really? I have hereditary problems. Like both really? my parents are really bad crampers and I sweat like gallons every single time I'm, I'm on you. the court. Yeah. So, um that's definitely like a big thing for me in Florida. It was like very prominent because it's just so humid there yeah. that it's like two times the amount. Yeah. But I actually did I've run up a couple times I ran up like a couple times with Kim Hildreth and Aurora, like just playing tournaments and it's so hard and I like to top spin. So it's like, it's fully like, it's a full body exercise. I mean, Mm -hmm. you're just draining yourself, but I did it kind of for blocking reps and then obviously two amazing people and defenders to play with. Um, but then just to get myself in shape too, yeah. kind of like an interval sprint. I literally was like, this will be good, a good way to get in shape, <laughs> yeah. like by running up. Yeah. And so mad respect for people that do that. Um, but I, I, I liked it. I liked the challenge. So I'm very open-minded about the sport. I like all aspects of it. Mm-hmm. And if like I end up running up one day, that'll be cool. Yeah. I'll have to get a lot better, but <laughs> I am all for it. And I really like pulling because it feels like defense to me, like yeah. a hands up D. So the toughest is when yeah. you jump serve, run up, then pull, then yeah. get a dig, then transition, and then you have to <laughs> jump serve and run up again. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you do it all in one play is always very draining. I remember in New Orleans, we were playing uh, Tim and Kyle. It was mm-hmm. our second match of the day. Oh, wow. And I think we earned five or six straight mm-hmm. when I was jump serving and running up. Nice. And I almost missed one on purpose. It was like, <laughs> I have no gas left. You're like, if I miss this, it will benefit us in this game. If, <laughs> yeah. I, just, if I just hit the banner with this yeah. serve. I was like, <laughs> I need to miss this, and then you need to serve Avery. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's too good. Yeah, it's a workout. It's, it's a for sure workout. So you have hereditary cramping stuff? Yes. My parents are both really bad crampers. Like they'll, my dad like works out in the sun all day. And like, if he doesn't drink electrolytes, he's like coming home, like cramping all over his legs, all over his arms, like waking up in the middle of the night, cramping in his feet. Like same thing with my mom. Like she's had to like pull over off the side of the road because she can't drive because like both her legs are cramping. And so I actually had like, it's been like, as I started playing beach, like beach was like the only really sport I noticed it in. Cause it's like, so you're just, sweating. So um, you're straining. You're yeah. in the sun the entire day. Like yeah. at like, you know, like a dig the beach or a tournament where you're like out in the sun all the whole day. So I played, I forget who I was playing with. It was dig the beach in Fort Lauderdale, maybe like my sophomore year of college, like over the summer, full body cramped, literally couldn't get off the ground. Like it was, it was so bad. And I, I, I drank like electrolytes. Like I, I mean, I ate, like it was like crazy. And I think I've gotten better at managing it. Like as far as like on the nutritional side, Mm -hmm. like definitely like fueling. What works for you? Because I feel like (sighs) 
everyone is different yeah it's crazy that's the crazy part about it is like everyone's different too like there's no like one formula for everyone but i ended up getting a sweat so i've tried so many things like i've tried like pretty much like every electrolyte that Mm -hmm. you've found whatever but i ended up getting a sweat test because i found this like this company in florida that did them and it was when katie and i were in Flo- we were like based out of Tallahassee last summer and we were going to Orlando for mm-hmm. like a flight because you can't fly out of Tallahassee anywhere. Yeah. Um, but they had their like company set up out of their house and it was basically just like a machine that activates your sweat glands and their like philosophies that like, which is true, the biggest electrolyte that you lose in your sweat is salt. Um, and so basically the machine will like activate your sweat glands and then tell you like where you lie on a spectrum Mm. of like how much salt you're losing. I forget, um, like if it's like per hour, like every so often, but basically I didn't know this, but you can lose between like, depending on the individual, like, I think it was like a scale of like 200 milligrams to like 1800 milligrams of salt in the same period of time, like depending on the person. Um, which I thought was crazy. It's a big spectrum. That's crazy. Like how different like people can be like someone can probably roll up to a tournament having drink in like one water and like not really cramp. But like if I did that, like I'd be in the hospital. Like it's crazy. Um, And so I was on the high end of like the salt spectrum. Mm -hmm. So I need to replace like, it's like over a thousand, I think it was about 1300 milligrams of salt that I lose in like the duration that they had. Um, so it's salt is really big for me so i'll like preload with salt before tournaments and then maintain that like i don't drink pure water like at a tournament like there's something in it whether it's liquid iv or like a salt based like element is great you can go like too far you can go too far though right because then the salt it just like like takes up all your water yes you don't (laughs) want to overdo it that's a thing um but yeah good balance and then like food is a really big part of it too like so like making it making sure i eat like before after right away yeah. um like if i don't eat right after i play like before the next game like that's that's just, i'm gonna cramp like 100 percent. yeah um and so fuel is like really big and then actually as a last ditch resort um hot shots if you've ever heard of them no are awesome there there's it's this little concoction it looks like fireball okay and it's it's kind of tastes like fireball to be honest with you so prepare your stomach while you're playing <laughs> if you're gonna yeah. take one but it's there's nothing in it really it's um it's like lime juice and a couple other like random spices okay. and it's there's something about the formula that um like it like communicates with your muscular like contractions and is able to like prevent cramping um like it it's marketed that it like helps prevent cramping and so um i started trying that out and it works really well like especially like if you're like feeling the onset signs of cramping um take a hot shot and you're good for the match which is crazy because nothing else has worked for me like that like if i start cramping i'm like i'm done yeah like it's too late where do yours start um (laughs) usually like my calves are like the arches of my feet yeah yeah it's so yeah. i think it's so funny so i used to be a chronic cramper really when i lived in florida yeah but when Florida's, i so i was yeah. built much different I, when i moved to florida i was like 225 like really? i was built like a middle linebacker oh wow and I so i would sweat so much and i really? still sweat a ton yeah but i would um 
drink so much water thinking that would do it, mm-hmm. but it just drained my electrolytes. Yeah. And so I would just cramp every single tournament I played in Florida. Mm-hmm. I cramped. Yeah, it's an early heat. But once too. I came out here, I figured out that drinking water, you can, you should only drink water during the match. Yeah. And then between matches, it's, you got to have like some like. I hate Gatorade because it's just sugar, but like yeah. Element, athletic, like Athletic Greens, yeah. Emergency, mm-hmm. big Emergency yep. guy, yeah, like one of those. And what what's worked for me is I just snack on fruit and like salted almonds all oh, day. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So at the CBVA the other day, we played eight total matches. Oh wow! And I went through an entire bag of almonds. Really, like thirteen servings of almonds <laughs> and an entire bag of mangoes and like four bananas. That's awesome. <laughs> and that's all I because I can't eat a big meal. Yeah, especially at a CBVA where you play a match, you really rest for tough. thirty minutes, and then you yeah. play again. I can't yeah. have like a six inch sub just sitting yeah, like no, a rock in my stomach. <laughs> and so I just like cruise on nuts and dried fruit all day, and that's, that's awesome. been that's what's worked for me. I wish I could do that because I I don't prefer eating like sandwiches either yeah. or like something like you know like more dense like that. Mm-hmm. But I, when I used to just eat like fruit and nuts, like it wasn't enough. Really? Oh, RX so bars crazy. are a big one for me too. Oh yeah, RX it, bars are it's great. It's like a lot of sugar, but it's good. Mm-hmm. It's sugar from dates, so it's not mm-hmm. fake. It's like more garbage. Right, yeah. yeah, and then mm-hmm. you get it's decent protein. Yeah, I like RX so bars. RX, bars are big for me. Almonds, mangoes. Yeah, that's I my, love that. The rotation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. Yeah, the CBVAs are gnarly with that. They're I, forgot, I forgot about that. You, you get a lot of reps. <laughs> yeah. A lot of warm-ups. <laughs> a lot of warm-ups. Yeah. By the end, by the finals, I was like, all right, let's hit one ball. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Let's go. Let's I'll just, get warm in the game. Let's just get going. Yeah. Set to 28, awesome. the first 14 points. Let's just warm up into it. Yeah. That's, that's too good. Oh, my gosh. So you have your mala coming up. Is that your next one? Or is Virginia before? Virginia Beach, Virginia Beach. is next week. Okay. And then it's right after. Mm-hmm. I keep forgetting Virginia's next week. I know. It's sneaking up. Yeah. When do you when do you leave? We leave next stay Thursday, like a week from Thursday. So from okay. today. So like next Thursday. Perfect. Yeah. And then your mala. You get it's it gets busy. Once Virginia starts, yeah. it's busy from there. I know. I was like trying to look at the calendar, plan a little bit. Because mm-hmm. um, my boyfriend is in the minors for the Orioles. Oh. Awesome. So he, I like uh, him even more. Big Orioles. <laughs> oh yeah, fan. you're from Maryland. From Maryland. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, you should go is to the Is he on the Frederick Keys? He's on the Bowie Bay Bowie Bay Sox? Yeah, the Bowie Bay Awesome. Bay I always say Bowie. It's Bowie, isn't it? Bowie, yeah. It's Bowie. Um, but anyway, he doesn't have off days, as you probably okay. know. So I, with like beach, it's kind of nice because you can kind of sneak some off days yeah. in there to, to go. So yeah, so to make us work, I basically like have to go there, which I love. I love like watching and mm-hmm. like supporting. Um, but I was trying to look kind of at the calendar and I was like, wow, it's about to get very busy for yeah. us. Um, let's see if I can like sneak in a couple days here and there to go yeah. see him. But yeah, it's cool. He's, he's, um, do the Bay Sox travel at all? They travel. I don't know how minor leagues work. It's, really. um, it's pretty gnarly. So they only bus, but they do travel. Like I just visited him in Akron, Ohio, but they bus okay. there. Um, I think in AAA they fly, I heard okay. recently, but it's, it's pretty rough. They only have Mondays off. And they can't really go anywhere because it's like they'll get home like late Sunday night and then they have stuff like Tuesday morning. Yeah. But he loves it. I mean, it's, yeah. it's pretty cool. That's good because yeah. I, I think that minor league baseball and professional beach volleyball are very similar in terms yeah. of like the grinding lifestyle. Because it's true. Zana's yeah. brother, 
Uh, I think he's done playing minor leagues now, but mm-hmm. he was playing for Birmingham something. Okay. In the minors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so when we had – me and Zana always talk about mm-hmm. what do you think is – is better or worse, minor league baseball oh, or beach volleyball? That's a hot take. Because it's the carrot <laughs> is bigger in baseball, obviously. Yeah. I mean, you can get Mike Trout signed like a four hundred million dollar contract. Yeah, it's crazy. But the the barrier to entry is way higher. It's way higher versus beach volleyball. It's not as big of a carrot, but yeah. you can work your way up pretty fast. Yeah. Oh, that's that's funny. That's interesting. It's it's cool. I mean, we for sure are both just like grinding right now, so yeah. it's kind of cool in a lot of ways because mm-hmm. we can just like support each other um because we're both just like going for it and so it's it. pretty fun like we both really get yeah. it like which is nice um just through the ups and downs like we're able to like support each other really well biggest sacrifice is like the time that we don't get together yeah. which is really hard um like we've been dating for like six years at this point yeah um <clears throat> so that's been really hard but I mean, we've found ways to just make it work, and it's mm-hmm. really it's really cool to just, like, see him um, grinding, like, in his avenue and his sport, and it's almost, like, inspirational to like, come back after going and visiting him, see him, like, pitch so well and, you know, grind through this, like, really tough system that mm-hmm. they have, and then to come back and just, like, find motivation through that is, like, pretty cool. Like, yeah. it's cool to see, so. It'd be really fun if at some point, I'm sure the schedules would not make this happen, but... <laughs> If you, you guys could come up to our house for a little Maryland crab feast. Yeah, that'd be so fun. Because it's that'd crab awesome. season right now. Is it really? Yeah. You got to tell Easton get some crabs this summer. Yeah, I he, have If he to. hasn't gotten on it. He's not a big seafood. He's kind of picky. But I feel like he has to try it. Yeah. He's got to. Crabs are weird. It's more of a it's more of like a social thing. Okay. Like crab feast. Because <laughs> okay, you, like, you'll have like burgers and chicken and hot yeah. dogs with it. Because you'll pick a crab and you'll get like this much meat. Okay. <laughs> so. wow i've never been to one of the i gotta come over yeah he um i was looking because like virginia beach we fly in norfolk and the triple a team is norfolk and it's like 20 minutes away from the courts yeah but he's not in triple a but he's doing super well yeah. so i'm like i want to move him yeah. up <laughs> next week <laughs> but they're away out. anyway so yeah. it couldn't have worked out that well of course yeah. but yeah, no, it's funny. That's where their AAA team is. So I was kind of like, well, let's, let's, let's see yeah. here. Because whenever I fly, whenever I play Virginia, I always just fly into Baltimore. Okay. And then spend a day or two with the family. And oh, that's drive smart. Down. It's yeah. close by. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I'm excited. to. I like Bowie. Um, wait, is it Bowie or Bowie? Bowie. <laughs> I like Bowie and like the surrounding areas. Like what's near there? Like Harvard de Grace? Am I butchering DC's that DC's pretty close. DC's close. I usually, mm-hmm. I fly into D.C., so we've gone visited DC, um, and then Montgomery County's pretty beautiful as well. Yeah, yeah, like Chesapeake Bay is like yeah. awesome. So it's kind of cool. I got to mm-hmm. we get to explore like different places kind of yeah. throughout our journeys, mm-hmm. and that's one of the places that I've kind of I I don't know if I ever would have gone there like if not for that. So it's kind of cool. I promise you, you wouldn't have. <laughs> but it's beautiful. Like it yeah. really is. So. Maryland has some hidden gems. Yeah, it does. Like anything yeah. by the Chesapeake, like Annapolis. I don't know if you've gotten down there. Yeah, but Annapolis, Annapolis is beautiful. Mm-hmm. We went to Annapolis um, for his birthday one time. So that was yeah. It's just it's cool to kind of explore that yeah. area. But it's yeah. fun that you guys are both like even though it's different sports, d- completely different parts of the country that yeah. you have a lot of empathy for what the other is doing. Yeah. I mean, I know it's tough and um, we're definitely like both not 
swimming in money right now, but it's like, it's just not what it's about for us like right now. And like kind of ever, like we're not really like, that's not kind of like our, our goal, but he, he did say if he makes it to the majors that he'll sponsor me. So my biggest sponsor (laughs) will be Easton, but no, come on Easton. (laughs) Um, we're betting on you, but yeah, no, it's been cool. Um, cause yeah, there's definitely like a lot that you can learn, take away and just like gain like from like both mm-hmm. kind of experiences and um he like just like seeing both like highs and lows on both sports is like pretty cool and like that's what makes it worth it so yeah. like just seeing him like like he hit he hit like 98 on like the radar gun like last time i was there and i was like wow like that's he he was pit- he was throwing 88 in college like it's crazy to, to see like 10 to add significant. 10 i mean like his dedication is like pretty inspiring so and it's not easy i mean he's been i mean he graduated he's like two years older than me so he's been like grinding for a while but um yeah it's been pretty cool to see just like inspiring for sure so he's cool until he makes it to the majors who's sponsoring you right now (laughs) (laughs) i am open for open for biz i don't really know how that works but that's definitely like a new kind of thing too um I, I'm, I work with like Zankai Sports, just like endorsing some mm-hmm. of their products. Um, and then like the right stuff sends me some packets. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I um, I definitely just am. I feel like I'm still kind of like entering the scene yeah. and just like learning about how all that works. So I don't really know how it works, but I'm open for business. <laughs> there we go. And where can people find you if they want to sponsor you or just follow your journey? Um... I guess Instagram is the only social media I have. Okay. What's your handle? It's just my name, but one extra R on the end. No E. Brooke Bauer. No E. (laughs) No E on the Brooke. It trips me up sometimes. I know. It's very different. I haven't met another Brooke without an E. I'm surprised (laughs) I haven't. You're the first. Have you talked to your parents why they left off the E? No. I think they just... They haven't really told me, no. I think they just... I don't know if they they were going for like the stream vibe. I was thinking... Maybe, but I think at the time, like, Brooke wasn't a super common name, and yeah. so they just liked it, but then it ends up, like, there's a lot of Brooks now, <laughs> so I guess that was not the best prediction, but we're, they were Brooke and Blake, so we're both B and B, Okay. but I don't know if they had a philosophy with the E or not, but okay. I'll take it. It's different. It is different. A little different, but yeah. <laughs> we, when me and Delaney, we went to take Austin into the doctor for whatever checkup you lose track yeah kids have to get checked up all the time and the lady asked what his name was i was like austin she goes thank god a normal name (laughs) (laughs) oh people are switching it up lately yeah people are getting real creative with names (laughs) they are so many people are having babies right now too i feel like so we went just austin very normal spelling and i like the meaning yeah it's cool to have it's cool to like say his name and it have a story behind it yeah that's awesome yeah because we that's the only boy's name that we liked. We really? had like 20 girls' names. We're like, this is sweet. This is awesome. That's great. <laughs> and the boys were like, Austin's it. Yeah. It's that or nothing. <laughs> That's kind of cool that you knew, though. Like, you weren't like going through a list, like, I don't yeah. know about this one. Yeah. I was That's laughing awesome. with Climbing about that because she's having a boy. Yeah. She's like, are you guys having the hardest time picking out names? I said, yes. It seems so hard. Like, it's such a permanent thing. I know. Like, that's like that. It's like a high-pressure moment. Yeah. (laughs) You're giving that kid his name for the next 80-ish years. Yeah, like, what if they don't look like an Austin? (laughs) I know. (laughs) No, that's that's a good name. I like that name. (laughs) Yeah. We got to have you meet him soon. I know. I met him briefly. 
Okay. And we were walking past each other at the CBVA, but I haven't I haven't met met him. Okay. I haven't hung out with him yet. Yeah. He is getting huge. Really? Yeah. He gained a pound and a half in a week. Oh wow. It's ridiculous. Oh wow. He's ready for the gym. <laughs> He's ready for the gym. <laughs> <laughs> He's ready for the courts. Oh my gosh. Well, Brookie, glad to yeah. have you on. Thanks so much. Always for fun catching me. up and chatting with yeah. you. Good luck this season and safe travels to Latvia. Thank you. Thank you Good so luck. much. Hopefully I'll be commentating as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, awesome. That'd be great. It's always fun commentating American matches. Like, yeah, I'm I can sure. tell you guys a lot about this team. Yeah, you've got the edge. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, awesome hanging. Uh, this will be out in a couple weeks. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you. Shoot. Sure.